Mr. Miss America, all the ships at sea, Ed Sheen for Con Colony Confidential. We're out here in beautiful Southampton, have some R&R &R with the kids, a lot of fun, did some shopping, it was a little drizzly today. Yesterday was nice and sunny in the pool, hanging out, have some good cocktails, wonderful cigars, just chatting up, catching up on old times. Um, what's going on new? Well, as everybody knows, the virus is still with us. A lot of people are saying there's going to be a resurgence in the fall. Um, my thinking is I got through the first time, isolated down in Florida, kind of. Uh, I was there before the virus hit the fan in uh, early June. I had left. And um, I'm back in uh, Breezy Point where everything is calm. Um, I am wearing masks. I frequently wear rubber gloves when I go out, and uh, I'm very conscious of self-distancing. Uh, What's self-distancing? Social distancing. Uh-huh. And um, I do go out to eat in uh, out outside, some lovely restaurants. You're going to eat outside when it's cold out? I'm getting to that. You know, you're way ahead of me. Um, it's just th a question. That's gonna, that no, hard. that's going to be a problem, but... I do notice that some of these restaurants have said they're going to put in heaters. I, if that's not too uncomfortable, I would go because I believe we have to support these small businesses. Uh, a lot of people are out of work. Bad news came today that uh, the um, Broadway, Broadway are going to be shut down until March, which, hey, that's sad for a lot of people and, and, and a lot of people. The actors included, the stagehands, but I'm particularly thinking about these elderly people that help you get seated and stuff so they have like a part-time job probably helps them get by they don't have that now and the six hundred dollars a week uh, ain't there no more and these idiots uh excuse me politicians haven't solved it they're working on other things well you know how is that important to these people that need need a little handout so um i think they need to get their act together but I thought that and I'm talking about all politicians um, they're not serving the American what do you people. think about the fact that um, during this pandemic and with uh, record high of unemployment and basically the country in a fucking shitty place that uh, these scumbag politicians took a vacation Yes, let me address that. Please, please address that sir. It had been um, By the way, you guys can all vote for Ed Sheehan in 2020, uh, write his name in. Yeah. Go ahead, address it, please. Um, this thing where they got the month of August off came about a long time ago because during that month, August, which uh, August, uh, Washington D.C., which was built on a swamp, was frightfully hot. Uh, however, these days we have a thing called air conditioning, and I'm sure they have air conditioning in their cars and there's air conditioning in all the buildings. So why did they get a month off? You know, this is something that needs to be addressed with a lot of other things. Um, which I'm not going to go into now, but um, this is the one thing. There's air conditioning. Why are you taking a month off when people need money, people need this, people need that? Um, I'm sure you, 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 if there were, you, you had to vote yourself an increase, you'd have no problem with that in your salary. But uh, Well, like the truth is, is like, even if you're, you know, as a business owner and most people listening can understand, when the shit hits the fan, you don't, you cancel your trip 
certainly in a national pandemic, global pandemic, um, with record unemployment and, you know, the deficit is going through the fucking roof and the dollar ain't worth shit and all these other fabulous things that are going to have fucking ripple effects for the next fucking 10 years minimum. How do you take a break? Now's the time to dig in and really make policy. But the problem is, and we're not going to talk about too much politics. The problem is fucking politics. Um, <laughs> that's really the problem. But anyway, so it is what it is. It's covid if you don't think you should wear a mask or anything like that, you probably should go to one of those COVID parties that uh, that 35-year-old guy went to in Chicago and then died from COVID. And he told the nurse before he died, I quote, I think I made a mistake. No shit. But, you know, th this whole thing about it's my right. And you know what I'd really like to know? And this is way too political. It's my right to not wear a mask. What the fuck do you who say that... How do you feel about abortion? Because you're probably that same jerk-off that says it's killing somebody, but it's not the woman's right. Anyway, that's a lot. That's pretty heavy, but you fucking deserve it, you stupid bastard. But my point is, this shit is messed up now. Um, taking care of your employees is, is should be paramount. Taking care of the small businesses in your neighborhood. We talk about it first. Everything starts at home. Then you go out into your community, and then you could build from it from there. But certainly with this... I know Amazon is easy, I know Walmart is easy, but Home Depot, all of those places, but can't you go to the local hardware guy or the local whatever, you know, there's still some places that have toy stores and game stores and stuff like that, uh, you gotta support them because what I don't think anybody understands while we're all enjoying the stock market, while it's cheap and convenient and everything like that, it's still the whole, you know, eventually they're going to be able to tell us the price is the price and F you because there is no competition. Not, not only that, not only that. These people that work in, in the uh, small box stores, a lot of them are your neighbors. They, uh, you know, neighbors. They live in New York City or wherever you're living. Now, if they don't have a job, uh, I think they're not going to worry too much about a roach in their house. So it's all going to dwindle down to us. Um, I'll give you an example just today i ordered some shoes about two weeks ago online very nice shoes they sent them to me these shoes were made for somebody who's got very narrow feet so uh, i had to pack it up and send it back so today i went out to a shopping center a mall and um i got I did with these outlet stores and stuff like that and then uh, we got some shoes, and I tried them on. They fit nice. They're good shoes, and they were a good price. But this was a local brick-and-mortar store. So there is a difference. If you, you know, and listen, today was a drizzly day. What are you going to do, sit around the house, read a good book, smoke a good cigar? Eh, I don't know, have a cocktail? Mm, definitely. But it's nice to get out and see people and see all these A lot of people coming out. A lot of people go into these shops, a lot of people with bags in their hands, they're buying. It was like, yeah, it's a little back to the way it was. So We're also in a place in America that is minimally affected by it, and if anything, pandas to um, the, the pandemic, pandas to the pandemic. Anyway, that was a nice little piece of alliteration there. Um, but what I say by that is like a, a lot of people have been out here in this part of New York, uh, the Hampton area, since the pandemic started because they had jobs that afforded them um, 
the ability to do that. Um, and honestly, fuck those people. And I don't say that in the wrong way, but that's not who we're talking about. We're talking about the, um. the, the, the people that make the world turn, uh, and without them, as we saw, the essential workers, we'd be nowhere. So these people that... Um, housekeeping people in the hotels that are still not working people that are really truly struggling to feed their families that um we need to figure we need to figure out how to get them back on their feet who you know all this moratorium on rent and all this other stuff is going to end at some point and by the way there's this whole thing coming out where you can defer your payroll taxes understand yeah, that but word that's like defer. a ticking time bomb uh... Because you're gonna get you're gonna get that whatever it is. I mean, look, I pay a shitload of taxes, and I'd love to not pay it, but deferring it just means I'm gonna pay it at another day. So to get that couple hundred bucks now a week, great, but you're gonna have to pay it back at some point. And uh, I just a word to the wise: like if you can just continue on. Look, if you if you're currently getting a paycheck and you've been getting a paycheck. You should be okay if you like if you're in pest control um, and any of these essential jobs. You shouldn't have to do that deferment, and if you're doing it, 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 it I mean, there's, it, it, there's basically certain... what it adds up to is if say, make it simple, you got to pay a hundred dollars a week in uh, taxes, and this I is say, just a you're um, going to defer it, and you defer it for twenty weeks. Well, you owe two thousand dollars. So, and if you don't pay, pay it, it eventually, if you don't pay it. You know what? Every once in a while, I screw up on my tax returns, and you're short by a couple of thousand dollars, and you get a bill. And a bill is for like 400 bucks. This is worse than the, than the guys in the street. No, the government is worse than any Shylock you'll ever deal with. I just said that. You said guys in the street. Yeah, the be Shylock. a little bit more specific, you know? Let's not be so, you know. Who's the guy in the street? If anybody got any sense and you're from New York, you know who the guy is. I don't know. It could be the bum in the street. He's a guy in the street. Yeah, the bum. The bum's going to lend you money. money. Why not? The bum got a good gig. That's another thing. You know what's funny? I was with a kid back in, shit, like 2002 maybe. We were in the old Yankee Stadium. And he was like, how many people are in this stadium? I was like, oh, like 50,000. And he was like, I'll be back in the eighth inning. I said, what are you doing? He's going to walk all around here and ask everybody for a dollar. He's like, if, if half of the people give me the money, we're good. <laughs> he did. He just went and bought beers, but he left, and I was like, "Yo, this kid could come back with twenty grand right now." <laughs> yeah, but he's buy. He don't have. You don't have a big enough bag with him. Yes, sir. Anyway. He didn't do it though. He just went. He came back with like four beers. He's like, "Yeah, I'm not doing that shit." But if you think about it like that, the numbers are. Well, there's a story like that with a friend of mine. You're in a bar and pe- girls are slapping him in the face. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? She says, well, I'm asking him to go to bed with me. I go, you're crazy. He goes, yeah. You might pick somebody up and have to take him out to dinner. There'll be one here tonight that will do it. <laughs> I said, <laughs> but listen, so so here's a, you know, there is, um, it's a numbers game, right? And pest control can be a numbers game. And depending on how you want to play the numbers and hedge your bets, whatever you want to call it. And there are a lot of programs out there that do it and that a lot of small businesses get mad at. Oh, they're paying for this or they're going to pay for that or their guarantee says they'll pay for this. Um, this is exactly what we're talking about. This is a company hedging their bets that if they have 5,000 customers and every customer is guaranteed we'll get rid of your problem. If not, we come back for free, right? 
so for from a from a small business perspective that's very dangerous but if you have 5000 accounts like that 5000 might not be a lot but whatever let's just say you have 5000 accounts at 100 bucks or $150 a quarter it's not bad money but if out of those 5000 accounts if 10% call you back you're you're good you're crushing it there's also other um bed bug methods like that the cicadas are they're not like they don't like that we're talking about crushing and killing shit but um there's other there's other bed bug um programs out there throughout the country where people are hedging their bets um it's not as easy to put forth in certain new york urban markets but there's definitely a method to that madness um and it's exactly what we're talking about someone you know you're gonna have a hundred customers and everybody's got a guarantee if one person calls back a quarter you're killing it well on a note might be somewhat related to this and it's a down note my father told me years ago when I first went into business do the best you can but when you know the ship is going down don't go clutching for money that you know you're gonna have to pay back just fold up shop and do something else so you don't want to be you don't want to be put in a, a situation where your business is not doing well and you owe so much money that you don't see a way to ever pay it back get out before that happens that might be our cue to go inside yeah the hamptons is speaking to us just well, let's uh, leave them on a happy we're night. enjoying a fabulous um for those of you that live in other parts of the world this is the wilderness to us this is as much as the wilderness <laughs> we're out as in the we'd country like to deal with we um we have uh five fabulous wildlife visiting in us we have a uh, frogger our pet frog that believes the pool is his lily pond and we have various uh other wildlife we have turkeys we have uh deer we have uh, birds we have a hummingbird that almost made the executive producer fall down the stairs. Um, you know, there's wildlife everywhere, and uh, we're enjoying it. You know, it's better than the rats, raccoons, and possums that we used to. And by the way, Joey said about all those people that are staying out in the Hamptons, <laughs> we're only here for five days, okay? We're not staying. We're going back to the city. We just took a break, all right? You got a problem with that? That's your problem. So you ended on a fucking happy note, anger management. So Mr. and Mrs. America and all the ships at sea, stay safe, wear your mask, wear gloves if you want. I'm, uh, Ed Sheehan has a clattering on his left ring finger, and we bring this up every so often because it annoys him. <laughs> if you, if anybody knows anything about Irish culture, the clattering worn in the manner he worn wears it, kind of means you're married. Mm -mm. It doesn't. No. Let me explain. What something does it to mean? You. Come on. It come depends on, on which this way. This is it's where turned. Ed is going to use his uh, art of bullshitting to get out of this. Let's it see depends. If, it works. if the clattering is facing this way, it means yeah, you're with somebody. If it's facing the other way, that means you're taken. So you're taken. No, it would be facing out. You just said if it's one way, it's if taken. It's, if it's the other way, you're with somebody. What the fuck is the difference between taken and with somebody? I'm not taken. I'm just with them. So what are you? I'm, I'm with you're somebody. You're over here, you're over nice there, here. spider. I'm with somebody. Yeah. 
I'm not married. I'm not married. I'm not engaged. So the beautiful part about this is that the next time that we see my father, he won't have the ring on because he'll remember this and he won't want to deal with it. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what happens. You take it off for like three months. I'm going to call my sister and I'm going to tell her about this. We're going to joke about it. She's going to tell me what she did. She'll bust his balls the next time she talks to him. Then he'll take the ring off for like two to three months and be angry. Like, Fuck them. Fuck them. I'm going to show them. I'm not going to wear the ring now. No. That's fine, though. No. It's okay. No. Listen, it's all right. Spider, it's all right. I am who I am. I am what I am, and it, it is what it is. This. Yeah, I have I have lovely children who like to annoy me. Yes. Which, which seems fair. It's fucking fair. I'm sure fair. I annoyed them when they were younger. It's fair. It's However, fair. there's hope. There's hope because my grandchildren are going to annoy the shit out of them. I see it already. 110%. <laughs> but that's fine. So, <laughs> so yeah, Mr. and Mrs. America, we are out in the Hamptons. It's nice if you remember... We um, actually recorded our very first podcast out here two years ago. Um, I think it's the Summer Pest one. There's probably there's probably like two or three that came out of that. We were out here with uh, the current head of the New York Canine Division. His family was with us. Uh, you know, basically what everybody really needs to remember and hold on to amid COVID, amid pandemic, amid racism, all of the challenging times that we're dealing with is you still got to figure out how to enjoy life and certainly family. You can't see everybody. Like, I know people that aren't going to see their own parents and granted, okay, I get it, but wear a fucking hazmat suit then. I mean, I, and I hate to say it like that, but... You can't, you can't allow fear to control us and keep us locked in. You know what I mean? Uh, the worst thing you could think of is getting your family member sick. But the other worst thing that you could think of is not seeing your family members for eight months and then dying. Right? And not as morbid as that sounds, which one do you want to do? Wear a mask, sanitize your hair, wear gloves, put a fucking body condom on, whatever it is, and go out there and do your best to enjoy life, so, even so if it's just with your family. Let's talk about what's upcoming in the next uh, podcast. We didn't tell them about that. Tell them about the wonderful uh, cast we have coming up, wonderful guests. <laughs> you know, it's going to be like every other season, bigger, better, better, you know, a couple things here and there. Maybe we'll get A couple ads. of laughs. We'll get uh, the Jewish Ed Sheehan from Boston back on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Dave DeRave. Dave. I actually, uh, his son, it was like, it was Doug's 11th um, anniversary the other day, and I just texted him. I said, yo, tell the big kahuna we're thinking about him. 11th anniversary of what? The son of, of oh, co- coming oh, back oh. into the business. Oh, oh, the kid came back. Yeah. Does he sit on the end of the stairs exhausted and his wife tell him that he needs another Probably helper? not. The son, usually oh. the sons are smarter than the fathers. Oh, okay. Usually. <laughs> but in that case, it's certainly true. So, anyway, all right, so we're going to go... Just a minute. I was pretty sharp for my time. It's your time. Fine. Go ahead. What's your point there? My point is that now I don't stay that involved. The point is, is that the father built did. the business, and he spoke on our podcast about... Every time he fell asleep at the bottom of the stairs is when he knew it was time to hire somebody new. The point is, is the son has learned from the father and is not falling asleep you at didn't the say stairs. It. Okay. No, I didn't. It's insinuated. And if you listen to what I said and had, you I'm know, not good at insinuating. That usually starts. I'm going to insinuate your ass in fucking the ambassador. <laughs> Scarsdale's. We'll insinuate you all the way up there. So anyway, Mr. and Mrs. America and all the Sheehans. You hear? I'm being threatened. 
It's not a fucking threat. It's a. It's almost a guarantee. A oh, guarantee. I'm not going to the investment. But anyway, uh, thanks everybody again. Uh, look forward to us putting out these new episodes. We are. Um, I gotta tell you, like, not only are we on a break and like unplugged. Like, the phones don't really work that well here, which is fucking phenomenal. (laughs) Uh, So listen, we're out here. We're enjoying the end of the summer. We're going to be here through um, the end of Labor Day. And we just look forward to reaching out and touching all of you again uh, in a non-Me Too kind of way, of course. And uh, we hope to see everybody soon. And depending on all things COVID, we are going to potentially do another virtual event. I'd rather do one in person. We're going to see what we can uh, work with. All right? Skunjil. Yeah, it's fine with me. I'd like to do something where we bring just, in... A- just your sign-off. No. You could give us what your thoughts and opinions are later. You hear that? Again, I'm being muzzled. All right, Mr. and Mrs. America... Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. This is muslin, see? That's it. He's, I can't talk. <laughs> he just put his hand over my face and he's got a knife to my throat. I gotta go I gotta go fucking wash up now because you don't know if he's got COVID on his lips. Mm, well I got his cigar I got cigar uh, nicotine on my lips. If I won't muscle you again, I promise. Mr. American all ships at sea. Ed Sheehan for Colony Confidential. As I've been telling you for a while, stay safe, wear those wear those masks. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe and review. Send us anything you want us to know about at colonyconfidential at gmail.com.